Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 221. It's Friday. Well, actually, it's early, early Friday, a little bit after midnight. But I'm talking here with you about Thursday, yesterday. And it was a significant day because it is one week from Thursday till my two children start school. My son will be a senior and my daughter will be a freshman, both at the same school for the first time in, oh gosh, a very, very long time. So the countdown is on. Summer is waning. The days that I have had of relaxation and quiet will be ending and the school year and the school season will be beginning. But I'm not there yet. Today, though, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to be mindful of the experience of the presence of God. So I appreciate your being with me here as I sit here on my screened-in patio porch talking with you. And I appreciate that. So today was a good day. It was a day that actually got better as the day went on. I woke up this morning and there was some tension and things felt unsettled externally and internally. And I got myself out of bed and got myself to a place where I could find support and understanding and fellowship, which was my 12-step meeting. Now, whenever I mention the 12-step recovery that I do, I always have to say that I don't break my anonymity, so I won't mention specific programs. That being said, I will say that it is not a substance that I struggle with, never have, and hopefully never will. Rather, it is uh, relationships and codependency. So I go to meetings that will help me to address that. And today, it was really good to go to that meeting, that noontime meeting, and uh, sit with others, and to listen to others, and to feel God's presence in that circle. And I think I've talked on this podcast about circles, and recovery, and those common themes of my life these days. Today, though, I, I really felt God's presence in something that I bring, that I've been bringing to that meeting, and the other meetings that I've been going to. And that is my notebook, my red notebook, my journal, old school uh, journal, 100 pages, college rule. I think it only cost me 50 cents, maybe even a quarter. But uh, this time of year, those things are relatively cheap. But it's not just the journal and the writing that I've been doing in it. It's the three pens that accompany it. And right now, these three pens are clipped to the front of the journal. Now, I'll describe the three pens and their meaning and what they represent for me and what I do with them, because I do something differently with each of them. Before that, though, I do want to direct your attention to the Facebook site. I'll also tweet this out, but this is the um, pens and um, a picture of them with the journal. So you'll want to take a look at that. The first pen 
is a purple pen. And I think there was a podcast episode a while back where I talked about Mr. Friss, my high school junior year English teacher and the connection and the relationship that I had with him that spanned almost 20 years from high school through college into my life as an adult. And um, the purple pen is there for him. He always wrote in purple pen. And um, I try to do that myself whenever I write and reflect on things that I'm learning about faith and insight and wisdom, especially wisdom, because you know, if I had to look at my life and, and think of who was one of the wisest figures with whom I had a personal relationship, it would be Mr. Friss. So the purple pen I use in that journal whenever I'm writing something related to wisdom. The second pen is a blue pen, and um, it actually is a thicker um, ink, a thicker um, point the um, purple pen is a little bit narrow, or I think it's like 0.7 when in the um, different uh, measurements that they use to represent the um, thickness of the line. I think this one, the blue pen, is like 1.7 maybe. So it's, it's pretty thick, and it's nice, smooth gel ink to make things slide easily as I draw the pen across the page. And that is used for learning as well, writing notes in the journal. But that is more for my work that I'm doing. So notes related to things professional and things career. And also learning that I'm doing related to my career. Right now, I don't think I've mentioned on this podcast that I'm taking through LinkedIn series of uh, videos that I'm watching and taking notes on, quite a few notes actually, using that blue pen, on instructional design, which I think is a good next step for me to learn for career and professional development. And basically, for those of you that aren't familiar with that term, instructional design is kind of like curriculum development, but more so using digital tools to build uh, e-learning and learning paths and developing educational programs and, you know, some very specific skills. And I'm learning quite a bit. And when I take those notes and write about those, I use that blue pen. Now, the third pen, I've had those two pens for a while. And, and those are ones that I've purchased and was very intentional about going to Office Max Depot and uh, finding pens that would be adequate and bought more than one. So when one runs out, I have a backup uh, part of my um, psychology is I, I, I'm always more comfortable when there's the backup. Maybe something I need to look at, but that's something I've noticed about myself. Now, the third pen is a pen I don't have more than one. And when it runs out, I, or I don't know what I will do. But it was given to me, given to me a couple weeks ago when my son and his friend were at the Pittsburgh Pirates game. And um, I, I know I mentioned that on a podcast. It was a great day. Wonderful, wonderful day. And a day that I'll remember through pictures, of course, but also through this pen. So where we were sitting, uh, there were a couple of older gentlemen. Uh, one was to my left and didn't speak with him that much because he was hard to hear and kind of hard to understand. Um, but behind me, there was a gentleman who was keeping score 
And we talked a fair amount about the game and the Pirates and their hopes for the season and um, a little bit about why I was there and my first time to PNC Park. And toward the end of the game, well, till the end, till, till the time that we left, because we didn't stay for the entire game. But he asked me, he said, hey, are you a Steeler fan? And I said, yes, I am. Been a Steeler fan my entire life. And he says, here, take this. And he gave me a Steeler pen. No, it's nothing fancy, nothing expensive. But it's a special pen because it's a gift. And I'm not sure what I'm going to use that one for. I haven't quite honestly used it yet. But... Um, it's there. And it's a remembrance of the importance of just encountering those who are around me, paying attention, being mindful, talking to them, asking questions. And that pen reminds me of that. So again, I haven't really discovered what those pens, that pen, the Steeler pen is going to be used for, but I know that it has meaning in and of itself. So I experienced God's presence today, certainly in the meeting and also in the numerous times, more than once I took notes today in that journal using different colored pens. And through that learning, through that act of writing, my handwriting, those pens, I experienced God's presence. And for that, as I am always I am grateful. So, in conclusion, how often do you write? And I mean actually, physically, handwrite. And when you do, where do you do it? Is it on slips of paper, notes that are transitory, designed to be used and then discarded, recycled, hopefully? Or is it somewhere more permanent? Somewhere where you write with intention, writing to keep and save and to refer back to again and again. So what is that place? And what do you use? Do you use whatever writing instrument is at hand? Do you prefer pens, pencils, colored pencils, colored pens? And do you have a special pen, a pen that has meaning? And when you use it, you use it with purpose and with meaning. When do you write? With what do you write? Where do you write? And how do you experience God's presence in that sacred act, the act of writing? Not typing, but writing. As always, thanks for being here. Blessings and peace.